In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a requirement for heaven. There's a requirement for heaven. Now, when we think of what the requirements might be for heaven, the very first thing that we might be thinking of is all the things that we have to stop doing, right? Like, we probably should stop lying. We should probably stop stealing. We should probably stop gossiping. We should probably stop doing all of these bad things, right? Like, what is the requirement? How do I go to heaven? Well, I got to stop doing all these bad things and then I'll go to heaven. But that's not what Jesus says in the gospel today. Jesus doesn't say, stop committing adultery, stop doing this, stop, stop doing that, and then you can enter the kingdom of God. He says, one thing that sums up all of the law and the, and, and, and the commandments, one thing that is the heart of all of it, he says, if you do not turn and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Our ears should perk up when we hear, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven, right? Because we're all here, we all want to go to heaven. You wouldn't be here if you don't want to go to heaven, right? So to hear how to get there is pretty important. So Jesus says it, makes it very clear. You need to become like little children. Now, when you think of children, sometimes we think of like the loud kids at mass when we can't hear anything, like right now. I can barely hear myself, but today's pretty good. We're doing, we're doing all right so far. Maybe I shouldn't hold my breath. But usually that's what we think of, hosa. But what Jesus is talking about today is something different. Jesus is talking about internal childhood and what that means. And he says, and if you don't have that, then you won't go to heaven. So what is that? What does this internal childhood look like? Well, let's look at qualities of childhood. Let's look at the qualities of a child. The very first quality of spiritual internal childhood would be that children are utterly dependent. Completely dependent. And they can't do anything for themselves. I mean, they can't do much, right? They can't drive themselves around. They can't buy their own food. They can't even prepare their own food. They can't do much for themselves. And they recognize their inner poverty. They recognize their weakness. I mean, they, they, don't, they don't go to their parents saying, I think I can drive, so get out of the front seat. Right? Get out of the front seat, I'm going to drive today. No, they, they know. And nor do they go up to their parent and say to their parent, you know, I'm not sure that you can drive. I'd like to see your license, please. Right? They don't, they don't question their parents' ability to drive them around because they know that they can't do it. They know that they don't have anything of their own. And so they go to their parent with trust. They're completely dependent. Now what's wrong with this? There's a problem here for us 
adults. Because as we grew up, we grew up to learn how to be independent, which is a good thing. We need to be independent. But what that independency turns into is independency from God. We begin to grow this inner mechanism of self-sufficiency. I got this. I built my life. I made my life. I did all of this. I got it. I don't need you and I don't need anybody. I got this. And so internally, we don't want to be dependent. I mean, what, what are we told? When you grow up, what do you need? You need power and you need money. That's what you need. Power and money and, and you got it all. And power and money, really, they give us a false sense of self-sufficiency or security. And Jesus is saying, you need to internally let that all go. If you're going to follow me, if you're going to enter heaven, you've got to let go of all of your things that you depend on that are not me. You need to let it go. Or you're not entering. You can't have me if you're going to hold on to anything but me. If you're going to depend on anything but me, you can't enter. Now, that's, that's not because God wants to be this, like, tyrant. You know, sometimes we think of God as a tyrant. Like, he just wants to control my life. No. That's not God. God, in his goodness, is sufficiency itself. He has and he holds the whole entire, the billions of galaxies in his hands. This is God. And he wants us to be like little children, dependent on him, and not on our resources, not on our strengths, and not on our securities. And sometimes, he will break us, or he will allow things to break us, or he will allow the world, or life, to break us, to teach us how to become dependent, to make us like little children. When, unfortunately, we hold too tight to those things. Sometimes the only way is to snatch that toy out of that kid's hand, right? To teach him. Sometimes that's what God does. But only because he's a loving father. The second thing that I think spiritual childhood is really all about is honesty. Honesty. Now, we all know kids are not the best at being honest, right? I mean, they're pretty honest, but they lie a lot. That's the reality. They like to lie. But they don't lie very well. I mean, you eventually catch them in their lie, right? Because they know that they're utterly dependent. I mean, they got so much to lose, right? What are they going to do? How far are they going to take this? What do they got in the end? They got nothing. The child has nothing. So how far is he going to take his eye? Eventually, the truth comes out. And, and it's the darnest thing when kids say the truth right to your face. You're like, dang, you got an attitude, right? It's amazing how honest, when they're honest, how honest they are. And what I think is really important in the spiritual life, and, and really all the saints did this, was they were honest with God. They were honest with what was going on in their hearts. 
I feel like we, as, as Catholics, as, especially reading the lives of the saints or knowing this, the, the saint stories or the, the apostles, we think that we have to like, put on a nice script for God. Like, I have to say the right things, and I have to just keep saying, Oh, Jesus, I trust in you, and Jesus, I love you, and Jesus, take care of everything. When really, deep down in our hearts, we don't actually believe that. We're frustrated, we're angry, we're doubting, but we're too afraid to actually say it to God because we think it's Ed. Don't talk like that to God. We can't talk like that to God. But children, they say the truth. They say what's on their, whatever is here, is here. They just say it. And sometimes when we get those feelings that we feel like are not really holy or not really good feelings towards God, we think that we have to stifle them. We have to like put them under the rug. We can't be honest. Well, I'll give you an example. One time, St. Teresa of Avila, she was, uh, she was riding in a carriage. And she was, they, they had suffered so much on this journey. They were so tired. They had already had so many problems on this journey from one city to another. And they're on this, they're, they're finally like almost there. And the, the carriage that they're in breaks and she falls out of the carriage and falls right into the mud. Do you know what she says? She doesn't say, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful trial. You know what she said? She goes, you know what, God? If this is how you treat your friends, no wonder why you have so few. She was honest. She was honest with God. And I feel like sometimes when we're angry with God, we run away. Like, like the little sheep, right? That ran away from, from the fold. Or when things go wrong. Or even when we sin. We want to run away from God. We just want to isolate ourselves from God. We want to give up. We want to be done. But what Jesus would rather have is us come to the chapel and yell in his face because... He's God. He can handle it. Rather than us completely giving up or running away altogether. You guys catch me? You get me here? So what God wants is honesty. The truth that's going on in my heart. Don't be afraid to say it. Lord, I'm upset. Or Lord, I'm lost. Or Lord, I don't know if I believe. It's okay. We need to say it to God. And you say, oh, God already knows what I'm thinking. God already knows what I'm feeling. For all of you that are married, how well does that go when you go weeks and weeks saying to yourself, my spouse should know what I'm feeling? How does it go? Turns into a mess, right? Three weeks later, what, you guys both got two different stories and everybody has, like, everybody is misunderstanding everything and it's a big mess. Because honesty brings communication and communication brings unity. And so if we're going to be united with God, we need to be honest. And the third is resilience. Children are resilient. I mean, yeah, they might throw a fit, and they might scream and yell, and they might cause a, a, a tantrum, but they get over it. They don't dwell on it. They don't sit in it. They might sit for a few hours, and then they get over it as if nothing happened. You and I... When things go wrong, or when we do wrong, like I said, what we do is we sit in it. We sit in it for days and years, even. 
I mean, some of us in here are still sitting in something that happened 45, 50 years ago. It's not resiliency. We're still sitting in it as if it happened yesterday. And how we break this and how we grow resilient is ultimately through surrender. It's through humility. It's through trust. St. Saint, uh, Therese, the little flower, she gives a story of, of two boys. And she says, in this story, these two boys are playing, they're, they're brothers, and they're playing in their house, and um, a, a vase, a very expensive vase breaks in the house while they're playing. They break the vase. Now imagine if that happened in a Chaldean house, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, there's like the, always the, the room that you can't go in because it has all this expensive stuff, you know? Imagine, that's what happens. And St. Therese says, and the, the two little boys, one of them, they, they hear their father coming. And so one of the little boys, he runs off. And he hides himself because he's so afraid. And he's like, oh my gosh, my father is going to be angry and he's going to yell at me and he's going to be all upset. And the other one, he walks up to his father. He puts his head down and he says, Father, I'm so sorry we broke this vase. But I want you to punish me with a kiss. Punish me with a hug and a kiss. That he was resilient. And he trusted. He trusted in his father. He knew. And I mean, really, what, what parent wouldn't give their, their child a hug and a kiss in that moment? But do we have this attitude? Do we have this confidence? Do we have this dependency? Do we have this belief and this idea of God? Do we know this reality of God? Or do we just keep running away? So we need to be resilient. We need to be dependent. We need to be honest. And we need to be resilient. Because you know what? This life is hard. That's the reality. This life is hard. And there are a thousand things that are being thrown at us all day long. But what Jesus wants is for us to keep running back to Him. Keep running back to Him. And don't turn away from love. That's what He wants. Don't turn away. Don't run away in love. Come back to Me. Because no matter what, even though we think we're coming back to Him, it's really Him. What did the shepherd do? The shepherd came and He ran after. When we run off, when we're frustrated, when we're discouraged, when we're angry, when we're lost, He comes running after us. And He picks us up and He puts us on His shoulders. And so today, I want us to think about something that might be causing us to want to run away, to be to isolate, to become self-sufficient. And I want us to do something this week, whether that's go to the chapel, or whether that's just have a, a real heart-to-heart conversation with Jesus in our bedroom, it doesn't matter. But I want us to do something this week that will show Jesus that we are going to be utterly dependent on Him. We're going to be resilient, we're going to be honest, and we're going to be dependent. Whatever that looks like, it can be something little, doesn't matter. But that's what Jesus wants. He wants us to be little children, allowing, running back to Him, allowing Him to pick us up as His little children. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.